Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of it. Just say it right out of the way that uh, Tom Brady's retiring. Great. See ya. Bye. We're done. We don't need to talk about it anymore. His career's over. He had a great career. God bless him. Love it, love it, love it. Go watch your montages. Go watch your celebrations and all that stuff. I ain't got time to mess with it. You knew he was going to retire, so no big deal. Okay, there you go. Good luck, Tom. God bless you. You are awesome. You're the GOAT. You are definitely the GOAT. Awesome. Woo! Yeehaw. What else? Oh, oh, oh. What happened to the Tyree Nichols story today? Uh, two days ago, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama said that police needed to be overhauled. The country was incredibly racist. None of the BS that they did to us a couple of years ago with the death of George Floyd that uh, ultimately ended up with police departments defunded everywhere and hellscapes being created in cities like Seattle, Portland, San Francisco. I can go on and on. Uh, where's the story? Where's the story today? It was the worst thing in the world. It was the, it was the biggest story in the world. It was a, an example of the racism that exists in this country and how racist we are. Where's the story today? Oh, it didn't fit the narrative. So the headline today is Al Sharpton, who is known for just appearing out of nowhere to preside over a funeral, to hold his hand out and make a lot of money, and extort uh, money from people and jobs from people, like his job on MSNBC. Nobody watches his show because he's an idiot. He can't talk. He makes no sense. Uh, nothing he says is intelligent. Where'd the story go today? I want to know where the Tyree Nichols story went today. I want to know why, after all we've been through the last couple of years with regard to the police and racism and everybody's racist, 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 and the country is a hellhole and all of this stuff, I want to know where the story went today. I want to know so we can fix all of the problems with our country, all of the racism, or maybe it just doesn't exist. done a lot of thinking in the last uh, 24 hours about a number of things. And it was kind of spurred on by a couple of stories. Uh, one of them, a, uh, an idiotic monologue from Chuck Chodd on Sunday morning where he pointed out the obvious that 71% of Americans know the country is going in the wrong direction. And then he proceeded to show that he had no idea why it's happening. I'm going to explain in this monologue what that's all about. And by the way, I want to welcome my brothers and sisters at WOR in New York City. We are now an affiliate of WOR in New York City. One of the greatest honors of my life, as well as being on all of my affiliate stations that have happened in the last year and four months of my life. It is so glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for listening. A couple of years ago, I came up with an expression. It was... Uh, with regard to uh, 2020 election. And I was being told before the election and then after the election that 
Election fraud does not exist in America. Okay. That's absurd on the face of it. <laughs> That's absurd on the face of it. It's not, even, it's not even worthy of an argument. Of course, election fraud is happening in this country. It has forever. It, it was a punchline. It was a punchline in cities like Chicago for years. And suddenly, we weren't able to say that election fraud was happening. We still can't. I mean, honestly, I get calls from people. I get texts from people. I get all you. you now, really, there's no election. Bullcrap. Really? No, I'm not stupid. I am not stupid. You know how else I'm not stupid? I knew that wearing a cloth mask for the supposed deadliest pandemic in the history of mankind would not prevent me from getting the, the, uh, the disease, the virus. I knew it. I knew it. I, and you know why I knew it? Because I'm not stupid. I knew that standing six feet away from somebody at the cash register versus five feet would not save my life. You know why? Because I'm not stupid. Uh, I know that CRT is poisoning our children's minds. And kids don't care about color because I'm not stupid. And I can go on and on and on. And I said that and I still say it. And I didn't mean to be trite and I didn't mean to be cute. And I wasn't trying to create a catchphrase. All it was was my defense against the absurdity of all of the things that I am expected to believe. All of the gaslighting that I am getting. All of the people who say my beliefs are misinformation or disinformation all of the things that i've had people tell me you're a uh, conspiracy theorist well i'm not the one who's convincing eight-year-olds that they can be the opposite gender and they should go through uh hormone treatments and surgery that is insane that is not reasonable and i'm not going to play along with it and you shouldn't either because honestly when you look at all of the, well, I'll just say it, abuses and usurpations that we are experiencing, particularly as conservatives, but now as a country, when 71% of us say we're going in the wrong direction, there's only one reason for it, and that's the people who are in charge of it. That's it. It's not racism. It's not uh, you know, right-wing conspiracies. It's not whatever. It's people know that add it all up, everything that we're going through right now is an affront to common sense, it is an affront to our foundational principles, and it is an affront to you and me. And I'm not going to play along anymore. Right now in New York City, there are illegal aliens. You can't say illegal aliens, by the way. Even though they have abused our border, they've come across our border, and they immediately start demanding things. And so some governor said, all right, we'll send people to these sanctuary cities because they are sanctuary cities. And then when they got to the sanctuary cities, they were in New York, put up in hotels, put up in hotels that you and I could never dream of staying at, but we're supposed to fund it. <laughs> you know, the people of New York are supposed to fund it. You can't afford the $500 night hotel, but you will fund illegal immigrants coming here to stay in that hotel. And then when their stay was up, now they're demanding illegal immigrants to this country who do not have the right to anything in this country are demanding that they be put back up in those hotels, that they are giving culturally appropriate meals, and to which I say, you are not in a position to demand anything. A few years ago, 
university that I used to be, uh, uh, you know, relatively closely involved with the University of Missouri, capitulated to Black Lives Matter. There's a glorious area on uh, the University of Missouri called the Quad where everybody comes together. And BLM was allowed to set up a camp there. And uh, professors were uh, speaking up about how uh, people could not be uh, cover the protest because uh, these were safe zones and, and your words are violence and all this. And the, uh, the, the president of the university and uh, one of his uh, one of his underlings resigned. And I said, all you need to do is tell these children who are throwing this temper tantrum in the quad that your job here is to be a student and to learn. And you are not in the position to demand anything. And we have allowed people to demand, to make demands when they are not in the position to demand anything. And they have been throwing a temper tantrum ever since. Ever since. We are told that America is terrible. We are told that uh, our history is of slavery, completely disregarding the incredible engine of individual and economic freedom that has completely changed the world. We're racist. Then how come the greatest black people to ever live and breathe on the planet, the ones who are the, the pillars of history, not exclusively, but largely, come from the United States of America. Why do you suppose so many people want to emulate the United States of America? Why do you suppose so many people want to come to the United States of America? Because it is, what I just said, the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. And this, with this, comes the hate and the desire to bring it down from the dark forces on this earth. And the dark forces on this earth have left piles of bodies over the centuries, including the last century where socialism and communism killed 100 million people. And yet, communism and socialism appear to be on the rise in places like China. It is remarkable what we are living through. At this point in my life, I don't have time to debate the nonsensical. I don't have time for someone to say, oh, but there are 160 genders. I don't have time for that nonsense. We are going to have an adult conversation. If you want to have that conversation, go have it on your own. But I'm going to tell you right now, this show today is an adults-only show. Adults-only. Not 18-plus, not 21-plus, but only people who want to engage as serious adults in every conversation. I don't have time for the nonsense otherwise. I don't have uh, any uh, desire whatsoever, and I will not uh, be bothered by names thrown at me, whether that be conspiracy theorist or whether that be fascist or MAGA fascist or whatever. I don't have time for it. I'm not going to engage it. And honestly, every name that you throw at me or, or you, if you are a conservative or you're a common sense America who loves the country, loves your family, loves your freedom, I would encourage you not to engage them either. And I would encourage that every time that someone calls you a name because of what you believe, you embrace it. You hug it. You name it George. Because right now, we have a choice of where we're going to go. I want to continue living in a free country 
I want my children to grow up free. I want my children to experience what I have experienced. And to be quite honest, I just don't have time for the nonsense anymore. I don't have time for the government telling all of us what is misinformation and disinformation. I don't have time for the government getting in touch with, I don't know, uh, the, the, the uh, big social media and big tech to shut down conservative speech. And then we have another example of that just the other day. We know that Nancy Pelosi and two Democrats went to DirecTV last year and said, OAN, Newsmax, and Fox all spread misinformation and disinformation. Please take them off. And DirecTV took OAN off. And they waited until after an election, and they removed Newsmax last Tuesday. And if you think that Fox is not on the radar, you're out of your nut. And then we find out that an Air Force general and others are predicting a war with China in 2025. In 2025. I've written um, an epic monologue that I'm going to deliver after the bottom of the hour about all of the abuses and usurpations that we've experienced and why we would be able to be defeated. Here's the number if you want to chime in. It's 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This is not about pessimism. This is about optimism. And this is about a people, 71% of us, who know that the country is going in the wrong direction, being prepared to step up and save it. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's the Rob Carson Show. Asked to describe where America is headed in the next year, more than two-thirds use negative words and phrases, downhill, wrong track, disaster, hard times, and uncertain. It's both sides of the aisle, folks. This isn't just one-sided. It was the same way before the midterms, by the way. Full 71% of Americans say the nation is on the wrong track. We are in the longest sustained period of a wrong track number that high in the history of our poll. It's nearly been two and a half years of this sustained pessimism. It's longer than the 2008 financial crisis. Two and a half years. What the hell happened two and a half years ago, kids? Well, we had an election. And Joe Biden was elected. And the day after the election... Everybody said you couldn't say anything about the election. And then a million people went to Capitol Hill and they uh, peacefully rallied with Donald Trump. And Donald Trump said, head over to the Capitol peacefully. And the next day, we find out that, uh, that uh, supposedly $100 million of damage had done to the Capitol, yet they were able to open it up two hours after the, uh, the people who came into the building were let into the building. Two and a half years ago. Yeah. And look at how things have uh, have gone for us. And then you've got people saying that despite everything, uh, you know, everything's wonderful. I don't know if you knew about this, but there's uh, some studies now that show that uh, uh, a lot of people are shopping uh, at uh, Dollar General instead of Walmart. Uh, we know that uh, thousands of businesses have been closed down by uh, COVID idiocy and people's lives have been ruined. And yet we have people in charge like Joe Biden saying that everything's fine. When I ran for president, I agreed that we're going to build from the bottom up and the middle out to bring back good paying jobs you can raise a family on. 
whether or not you went to college, to give families more breathing room, to invest in ourselves again, invest in America again. And that's what we've done. Yeah. And 71% of the American people say we're going in the wrong direction. So I would venture to say you're full of crap. This is kind of interesting. The, an Air Force general predicts uh, war with China in 2025, tells officers to get uh, to prep for by firing a clip at a target and aim for the head. No, no, no. I'm not trying to create panic here. I'm just saying that if China were going to be interested in taking over the country right now, <laughs> we're ripe. <laughs> I mean, in many ways, we are we are very ripe. Yeah, uh, I uh, I hope I'm wrong. My gut tells me we will fight in 2025. Said uh, General Mike Minahan in a memo sent to officers he commands and obtained by NBC News. A four-star Air Force general sent a memo on Friday to the officers he commands that predicts the U.S. will be at war with China in two years and tells them to get ready to prep, firing a clip at a target, aim for the head. And last night, uh, General Jack Keane appeared on the news, and he talked about uh, the threat that we face from, uh, from China. And uh, here is what he had to, uh, to say. What we do in peacetime in all the services is prepare for war, and hopefully by doing so, we're deterring war. And that's what he was doing. He, he was making certain his troops understood that war could be around the corner. We have all said the very same thing to our troops at different levels of command. Mm -hmm. Uh, during our tenure. But what I think is really going on here, he just came out of the Pacific region. He's very conversant with what mm -hmm. is taking place there and the fact that we have lost our military deterrence. It has eroded because of the 9-11 wars and, and budgets that don't meet mm -hmm. the requirements. And he sees that and knows that China does have a military advantage right now. More ships, more planes, and certainly more missiles. And 71% of the American population saying our country is going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Here's a little more from Jack Keane. It's not knowable what's going on in President Xi's mind, whether it's a year, two years, or five years from now. But what is knowable is that our military deterrence is not what it should be. And I believe that is where the general's coming from because he knows that we're vulnerable and we have got to fix it. Yeah, this is a story from uh, France 24 about uh, what's going on in the world today. This is General Michael A. Minahan. He oversees the Air Force's fleet of transport. He says war between the U.S. and China is possible as early as 2025. What he says is the elections in Taiwan and in the U.S. in 2024, both taking place next year, could play a key impact. It all comes from a memo that's not due to be published for a couple of days, but that's been leaked, encourages U.S. troops to get ready for war. If we look at the Chinese press, this is the South China Morning Post. They, uh, Chinese analysts say something similar. They say the U.S. are gearing up for war over Taiwan as both sides have increased their deterrence capabilities as of late. Uh, who's running for president in 2024? Oh, yeah, this guy. Here's what he had to say about uh, the United States and our strength. This guy's going to be in world, remember, Crooked Hillary? He's going to cause a war in his first week in office because they think that's my personality type. It's actually the opposite. My personality kept us out of war. And I told you before, would have never happened with... He's a white supremacist. Russia would have never gone in. Putin would have never, ever gone in. He's a fascist. And even now, I could solve that in 24 hours. He's a racist. It's so horrible what happened. I mean, those cities are demolished now. The people, I'll bet you have millions. It could be millions of people. How can you, you know, they bomb a city to the ground. These big buildings come tumbling down. They say two people were injured. Not two people. They lie. I mean, they lie. Now, the but, premise of this... 
If I were president, you would have zero chance that that war would have happened. Yep. And by the way, the reason why I'm setting this up is because I'm not scared of war. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm going to tell you why in the next segment. China is thinking about it. Okay? Because uh, we are in a, uh, a very bad position. I'll explain why. This is not about doom saying. This is about saying, okay, now let's fix it. That's coming up. The number 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey guys, it's Rob Carson. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert your IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word ROB to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With over 20 years of experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting ROB to the number 989898. There's no obligation to make this request. Just text Rob to 989898. The swamp feasts while we're expected to dine on the crumbs. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. Time to send those crumb suckers home. It's the Rob Carson Show. Alejandro Mayorkas will be sent articles of impeachment today. Republicans are kickstarting their investigation into Biden's Homeland Security chief for the border crisis, which has seen a historic surge in, uh, in migrants. This is a breach of our southern border. This is a part of what the federal government should be doing. It should be protecting our sovereignty and your safety. And they have uh, completely uh, abdicated that responsibility. And consequently, uh, Mr. Mayorkas and the people in charge of this need to be investigated need to be uh, put on trial and need to go to prison that's it another one here a republican weaponization of government battle threatens to subpoena members of the biden administration exposed the targeting of parents at school board meetings yeah it happened it happened uh, and again i will say those people who subjected the american people to to this deserve an investigation a trial and ultimately a sentence this includes people in the dhs which attempted to create a, a bureau of disinformation last year and tell you that the only thing you could believe was what the government told you to believe and then a doj that went after an ex-president and also went after parents of school board meetings who disagreed with some of the mind-numbing, brainwashing nonsense of CRT and transgenderism being taught in schools. So that's good news. That is good news. Yeah, yeah. 
And then you got this. Joe Biden uh, sends tanks to Ukraine after warning it would be uh, World War III. President Joe Biden is now sending tanks to Ukraine. Last March, he said it would result in World War III. Biden's decision to send the equivalent of one Ukrainian battalion of tanks contrasts with a decision in March not to send 28 Soviet MiG-29 fighter jets. He argued that sending fighter jets and tanks would escalate to a global conflict. He said that last year. He said that last year. And then you got this. You got a representative Adam Smith appearing last night on MSNBC talking about how that uh, the Taliban uh, got $85 billion of our military hardware. And uh, apparently they are uh, Afghan fighters are returning and fighting for Russia. And this uh, this uh, representative says that it's a problem that former Afghan fighters are fighting for Russia and Ukraine. But President Biden finally had the courage to understand we couldn't work with Afghanistan and we had to pull out. These are all uh, abuses and usurpations. Those of you who served in Afghanistan, those of you who served in Iraq, it was the ultimate uh, slap in the face to uh, surrender all of our weapons to our enemies. And it still aches and it still hurts. And then, as I started the show, you've got China, and China is uh, saber-rattling, and now we've got our American general saying that we can have a, uh, a war in 2025. Now, I'm not trying to panic you. That's not the goal here. We are strong enough. We can beat this. What I am saying is that there is a uh, there's a bevy of information that would uh, that I'm going to share with you right now that would show that the reason why China is even thinking about this and our American generals are even thinking about this is because for the first time in our history, we are in such a vulnerable position. And so I put together this monologue this morning. Our military has been gutted. Woke nonsense has killed recruiting. We're depleting our stockpiles. We gave Afghanistan $85 million in military hardware. We have morons like Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin who are more concerned with concerns about uh, white privilege and gender acceptance than defending our country. Our major cities are on fire with crime. And in other cities, our government is literally enabling drug use areas so they look like post-apocalyptic zombie lands. None of this is normal, by the way. The only leader we have seen in recent history who challenged the deep state by ushering in a new era of deregulation and national pride was relentlessly attacked by the deep state in coordination with the mainstream media and big tech, including convincing Americans somehow he and his followers were white supremacists and fascists. He was pilloried for seven years, including two fraudulent impeachments that were proven completely baseless. Then when he left office, relentlessly pursued for spurious charges and his home ultimately raided by FBI agents who forced any and all legal representative security secret service stricken from the residence while it was searched based on a flimsy warrant, based on speculation that has been disproven, including that he kept nuclear secrets. Our students have been wrecked for two years and suffer from mental illness, suicidal thoughts, and have been massively hobbled academically. We have a national media that sycophantically toes the leftist Democrat Party line. We've shown they will gladly take their marching orders and ignore what's really happening in our country. Why would our people defend our country? Well, our kids have been told American history is one of racism and imperialism. We've been told to kneel during our national anthem, not recite the Pledge of Allegiance. We've focused on one man kneeling for the anthem and ignored 65,000 who were standing. And they've been allowed to control the narrative. We hobbled our energy production and become energy dependent. Meanwhile, our stockpiles of fossil fuels and minerals are ready for the picking. We're wholesale selling farmland to our enemies, especially China. Our children and uh, man, adults, have literally allowed spyware in every aspect of our lives with TikTok. Why all the warnings all of a sudden about TikTok? Maybe 
people realize it's serious. CRT is in our schools. Our children are being taught they're the wrong gender, and our psychologists, teachers, doctors, endocrinologists, and surgeons appear to be down with it. Our election system has been completely and utterly corrupted with billionaire oligarchs overtaking political donations, buying drop boxes and incorporating massive ballot harvesting, changes in election laws, and then the media and Democrats say the elections are secure and there is no election fraud. The women of our country are being erased. Men are replacing them and celebrated when they decide to transition. They become woman of the year, and you can't criticize or you're a transphobe. Our border has been flung wide open. Five million illegals are overwhelming our cities. We are not vetting criminals, and those who want to overthrow or terrorize our country, we are literally being poisoned by China. Fentanyl is being hidden in prescription meds and sold pill by pill to young people, and they're dying in mass. 108,000 drug ODs last year, 75,000 of them fentanyl. And the largest growing age group for fentanyl poisoning is under 14. We willingly went along with a government narrative about a virus created in China. For the first time in our history, we showed the entire world we will abandon our most sacred principles, including... The ability to worship and assemble. We stopped going to church. We turned in our neighbors. We suspended our freedom of speech for public safety as the government literally declared any dissent disinformation. Our FBI, DHS, HHS, DOJ, CDC, IRS have all been weaponized against the American people and literally control the information flow in social media and the mainstream media. We have political prisoners in Washington, D.C. who showed up to protest an outrageous election where the instances of election fraud were massive. The day after the election, there was an immediate shutdown of all questioning of the results. The Speaker of the House and the Mayor of D.C. refused National Guard protection, knowing uh, of the inside intelligence showing 2020 vote protesters were infiltrated by the left. 14,000 hours of videotape have been held from the American people from inside the Capitol. Washington, D.C. brought in National Guard for months after the election to prevent any and all protests. They even successfully kept a National Truckers convoy from even accessing Beltway exits to go into the district and protest all of the instances of malfeasance by the government. That's guaranteed by the First Amendment, by, by the way. It's called regressing, redressing grievances. We saw the most egregious example of, of election theft in Arizona with massive voter fraud literally overseen by a secretary of state who presided over an intentional systematic failure of the state's most populous county the day of the election that she knew would cause chaos and adulterate the outcome. China was able to literally create a virus we paid for and cause all of the things I've just described in our mainstream media and big tech says we can't even question where the virus came from. Our president, thanks to his careless, drug-addled, and soulless son, sold us out to our enemies in Ukraine, Russia, and China. The president's son set up an office in his father's home, paying him $50,000 a month in rent, and he had access to classified documents in all of the president's residencies that he could easily share with others. Our country's leaders broadcast to the world. We are, we are done supporting freedom movements around the globe, including in Brazil, Iran, and Cuba. Cuba. We did nothing to enable those countries to throw off totalitarians and replace them. We literally were involved in the Brazilian presidential race with CIA officials telling President Bolsonaro not to protest election results before the election happened. This is all factual, by the way. I do my homework. 
Media corporations have declared war on pro-American conservative thoughts on all fronts. The most recent direct TV killing OAN and Newsmax at the behest of Democrats after telling the company they were instruments of disinformation and misinformation. Your government literally incorporated a Marxist-Stalinist tactic of disinformation to describe and consequently ban any dissent against any and all government edicts and narratives. The mainstream media slavishly sold their First Amendment soul and carried the government talking points and, more importantly, refused to cover massive news events like Hunter Biden's laptop, Hillary Clinton, DNC, FBI, Russia collusion, attempting to throw the 2016 election, then successfully infiltrated big social media, and after the 2020 election, immediately declared any questioning of election results conspiracy theories. The President of the United States literally bathed the Constitution Hall in communist red and declared war on half of the American population, calling them mega-fascists and enemies of the state before the election. The DOG ignores hundreds of instances of violence against pregnancy crisis centers, ignored $2 billion in damage and destruction, 30 deaths, and ushered in an era of lawlessness the country has ever never seen in 2020. Our DOJ literally has called the nation white supremacist and has said the true threat to our country is from inside, including parents who would attend school board meetings and protest unnecessary and incredibly damaging COVID lockdowns, CRT curricula, and radical sexualization. sexualization of our kids and transgender nonsense no other country in the world has embraced so blindly. The result of the George Floyd riots is an erasure of our history and culture and the defunding of our law enforcement, which is the most absurd and egregious destruction of the ties that keep our country from law and order and chaos. From chaos. We have a president who is completely mentally compromised. He's unable to speak coherently. He is clearly beyond help mentally, and he spends 50% of his time away from the White House at his properties where we know classified documents have been held, where his son has done his family's business, and no visitor logs have been kept. If you think all of the things that I just mentioned are organic, if you think they are all here because America suddenly hates America, and America is no longer proud of America, and Americans aren't, if you think this was all because of happenstance, if you think American hate Americans hate America this much, you would be wrong, and you have been played. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, as I said at the very beginning of the broadcast, we stop entertaining. We stop uh, seriously considering nonsense. We return from nonsense to common sense. We, the 71 people of the, the 20, 71% of the American people who say the country is going in the wrong direction, we don't have to take directions from the 5% who are spewing this nonsense. We no longer have to be just a means of production and taxation. We no longer have to accept people going to Washington, D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours. We no longer have to say yes to an oligarchy where people go to Washington, D.C., become the president or a leader of Congress, and leave office and become nearly billionaires while you and I feed on the crumbs. We don't need to take it anymore. We don't. We don't need to be told That what we believe, our Second Amendment right to our opinion, is misinformation and disinformation. We need to throw it off. And I think you're ready to do that, too, in a very peaceful and powerful 
way. That's why I'm optimistic about 2023. That's why I say that 2023 is the start of a new American revolution, because it has to be. Let's take a break and come back. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. In the 60s, we had LBJ. Now, we have FJB. It's The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. If you want to check out the monologue that I just delivered about the uh, the country and 70% of the American people saying that we're heading in the wrong direction, which is good to know because uh, the press can't censor that. We know it. We know it. We know it in our hearts. We know that all of the things that I just mentioned are nonsense, and we need to return to common sense. And it's okay. We have it within us to do this. We can salvage the country from the place that the left has taken us. Honestly, the, the fire is still in our bellies. We still love the country. Like I said, uh, we, we focused on one man kneeling for the anthem while 65,000 stood. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's quite remarkable, to be quite honest. And, and you know what? We've had enough of uh, Washington, D.C. living on high on the hog while you and I live for less. We, uh, we have seen the federal government amass a, a debt that is insurmountable that threatens to collapse our country. And uh, all the while, you and I have to live on less. All, all the while. Listen to this. Listen to this. 2023 shapes up to be the year of the layoff. A fifth of business insiders expect workforce shrinkage and belt tightening at their firms. And it's not just the tech sector. You know why? Because the economy sucks. Okay? Here's another thing. Children's mental health tops the list of pre uh, parental worries, with many Americans expressing concern that their children might struggle with anxiety and depression at one point. Why is that? Is it because parents have all of a sudden gotten together and said, we really need to stress out our kids and wreck their lives? Or maybe the freaking government did it. Was it worth it? America has suffered 300,000 non-COVID excess deaths since 2020 as experts blame lockdowns and delayed health care for a spike in drug overdoses and firearm fatalities. Please get rid of the guns in the Second Amendment. That's the answer, right? No. Children under 14 dying from fentanyl poisoning faster than any other age group. If we don't fight for our children, then it's over. <laughs> if we don't. And, and listen, let's just make it a microcosm. Let's just make it about your kids. Let's just make it about your kids. Are you willing to step up and say you're not going to allow your children to live in the hellscape that the left in this country is creating? Are you going to let that happen? I'm not. I'm not. Patrick Henry had a, an expression. It was called give me liberty or give me death. I'm not meaning to uh, pretend any sort of violence here. I'm just saying that a life without freedom is a life not worth living. That's why so many get on rafts and leave Cuba in shark-infested waters to come here. But you see, the uh, the left in this country has bastardized that proposition by just allowing a wholesale stream of illegals into the country. Not to experience freedom, not to love the country as founded, but to move in and say, we need a place to stay, we demand it, and you're going to give it to us. Then you're going to give us an ID, then you're going to give us the right to vote. And American people, 71% of us say, bullcrap, not doing it anymore. We're not playing along anymore. We're not just going to be a means of taxation and production. No. That's the word. No. Let's go to Doug in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Hello there, Doug, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? How you doing, Rob? That was a nice monologue you gave. I really loved it. I bet you should play that more. But yesterday, you talked about cutting government spending. And as a person involved in some government contracts and knowing people who are employed by the government, I know this firsthand because I live in the People's Republic of Maryland. Yes. Uh, 
my one associate, his wife worked for Social Security. She would brag how she would come to work in the morning, get her hair done, get her nails done, and you and I are paying for it. I had a relative that worked for the Coast Guard Yard in Curtis Bay. He would come to work, do one little job, and sit in the lunchroom and drink coffee all day. So, you know, yes, I think the government force could be cut by 40%. Oh, yeah. Doug, do you realize the uh, the percentage of government employees who have not returned to work because of the COVID emergency? Would you like to take a gander? What percentage? 47% yesterday. 47% of the federal government workforce has not been at work. I would venture to say we could safely say half of those people could be said, you know, stay at home permanently. We well, don't need I you anymore. Home, I'm retired. If I stayed home from work, I wouldn't get a paycheck. How about you? I know, brother. Uh, you know what? And uh, I, as far as I'm concerned, let's just look at uh, I don't know, the Keystone XL pipeline is an example. The federal yeah. government comes in and just says, go find something else, retrain yourself. That's what I have to say to the federal government. And i got to tell you, I'm deadly serious about this. I have had to cut time and time again through recession after recession after recession, but the, never, the government never does. And it's time that we said it's gigantic, it's bloated, it's abusive, and it's time to start cutting, taking cuts, making cuts, and it's also time to investigate malfeasance and BS and criminality. That that's it. That's why 2023 has to be the year of a new American revelation, a revolution, I should say. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. Real heroes. Real conflict. Real threats. Real heart. Now, there's a place America gets its news. No agenda. Just the facts. Newsmax. Real news for real people. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 